At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, everybody. This is John Cordray, the host of the Mental Health Today show. I'm excited to let you know that I have a new book out called Unstoppable. Pursue a life of purpose and financial independence. It will help you overcome your limiting beliefs and pursue your dreams. You can find it at most bookstores. Now on to the show. You're listening to the John Cordray Podcast Show number nine. Three reasons why you may want to reconsider using health insurance for counseling. This is the John Cordray Show, the infusion of mental health and healthy living. Welcome to the green zone of inspiration, encouragement, and enlightenment. Discover how you can feel better so you can start living better. And now, your host, your friendly neighborhood therapist, a national certified counselor, a leading voice of emotionally healthy living, and the mental health dude, John Cordray. Welcome to the John Cordray Show. I'm John Cordray, the host and a licensed counselor and a national certified counselor. And today I am going to talk about three reasons why you may want to reconsider using insurance for counseling. Now, I realize that health insurance is very expensive and it would make sense to use your insurance for your next counseling session. But before you, uh, before you do, keep listening about why you may want to reconsider using your insurance uh, for your next counseling session. So using your insurance uh, for counseling is a little bit different than using your insurance for a doctor or a dentist visit. And a lot of people don't realize it, uh, but you do have to have a mental health diagnosis. And as a licensed therapist, I do have clients who come to me and use their insurance for counseling. Uh, But I have way more clients who choose not to use their insurance. And really, there are some good reasons for both sides. Uh, Obviously, uh, for insurance, for those who want to use their insurance, the the biggest reason is that it could help supplement the cost of a counseling session. Um, If you're already paying for your insurance, uh, you might as well use your insurance to help defray your counseling session. That makes sense. Uh, If you uh, have to go to the ER or go to emergency room uh, or, or to a uh, just a healthcare clinic, you're going to use your insurance. And that makes a lot of sense then to think about using your insurance uh, for counseling. But here's the thing. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that if you have a, a high deductible or really any deductible, that deductible will need to be met before your insurance kick in, kicks in. So 
uh, keep that in mind as well. So really the, the main reason for using your insurance, and it does make sense, is that it can help defray the cost of your counseling session. And, and especially if you have a copay, then that's what you would pay for your session. So good reason, uh, especially if you feel like you can't afford uh, an actual therapy session. So yeah, that makes sense. And I do have clients that use their insurance. Uh, but there are three reasons why you may not want to use, use your insurance. And that's what I wanted to talk about mainly uh, on, on this show. Uh, and uh, because I want to give you uh, a kind of the full disclosure, give you the uh, every all the information that you m- will need before you think about using your insurance. Not that it's bad at all, uh, but I want to talk about three main reasons why you want to reconsider it. Um, so uh, even if, let's say you have an insurance plan, and I'm sure everybody who's listening does, uh, your insurance, your particular plan may not cover mental health counseling. So the very first thing you need to do is call your insurance company and make sure it covers mental health counseling. And I've actually had clients who came to me using their insurance, thinking that their insurance would cover their session, but only later to find out that their plan didn't cover counseling at all. And this really caused a lot of frustrating headaches and a lot of time spent on the phone talking to their insurance company. And they ended up having to pay for much of the session anyway. And it just caused a lot of headaches and frustration. And so just because you have insurance doesn't mean that it's going to cover the actual counseling session. So make sure you think about that. Uh, Highly recommend before you uh, go into counseling and you want to use your insurance that before you even call a therapist, call your insurance company and make sure specifically, does it cover mental health counseling? And if it doesn't, uh, then at least you'll know ahead of time and not get the surprise later on in the mail saying that it's not covered. Uh, So you want to be prepared before your first session. And so even even if it does, your insurance plan does cover insurance or um, I'm sorry, uh, mental health counseling. Uh, there are some types of counseling that are not covered by insurance. A lot of uh, insurance companies are very picky on what they'll cover. And so a lot of uh, insurance companies will not cover marriage counseling, let's say, or premarital counseling. A lot of times is not covered. Uh, even ADHD testing, most insurance companies will not cover it. Anger management, relationship issues, things like uh, of that nature are not likely to be covered by insurance. And I actually have a lot of clients who come to see me for marriage counseling or anger management or some type of relationship issue. And that particular reason for coming in is a very good reason to come in, but the insurance won't cover it. Uh, so make sure you keep that in mind. So even let's say you call your insurance company You ask them, hey, do you cover mental health counseling? And they say, yes, don't leave it at that. So whatever you're going in for, for for counseling, ask specifically for that. Does your plan cover marriage counseling, for instance? Does it cover ADHD testing 
or does it cover anger management? So ask the very specific questions uh, and, and, and go to the insurance company uh, prepared of maybe even make a list of things to ask them uh, because you don't want to just ask, does it cover mental health counseling? Because there's a lot more involved than just that. So make sure you're, you have some very specific questions to call your insurance company. Uh, the second reason, uh, insurance companies require a mental health diagnosis code. And many, many, many people don't understand this. They don't realize that if they're going to go to a therapist and use their insurance, that therapist has to give a mental health diagnosis code. And without a mental health diagnosis, your insurance will not cover your sessions. And a lot of my clients that I see either don't have an actual mental health diagnosis or they don't want a diagnosis to be on their medical record. Uh, so they're going to pay out of pocket and that keeps it very confidential, very private. And so that diagnosis code uh, has to be on there. And uh, if you don't have, I said earlier, if, if, if you don't have an actual mental health diagnosis, then your insurance isn't going to cover it. And as ethically, as a therapist, uh, we are not to just pick a, a mental health diagnosis, throw it on your record, just so your insurance company will pay for it, the session. That's not ethical. Uh, so a therapist is not going to just randomly give you a mental health diagnosis just so you can use your insurance. So... Yes, uh, insurance can be helpful, uh, but it actually has to have a diagnosis code. And so make sure you keep that in mind as well. And what I was saying earlier about marriage counseling, for instance, that is not a specific mental health diagnosis. Uh, it's, a, it's a symptom or a condition, and it definitely needs to be dealt with in a therapy session. Uh, but the insurance companies more than likely are not going to cover it. So your insurance company has to or, or is required uh, to have a mental health diagnosis for your records. And then that leads me into the third reason that you may want to reconsider using insurance. And that is uh, your mental health diagnosis will go on your permanent medical record. And it could cause complications with your insurance premium or your insurance plan later on. And I've had clients pay out of pocket just to keep their counseling sessions private from their employer as well. Uh, so if you have, let's um, say your employer um, that, that pays for insurance and they're going to know possibly, depending on the employer, uh, if you go see a, a therapist, you may not want that. You may not want them to know. Uh, so you may want to pay out of pocket. So these are three reasons that you may want to reconsider using your insurance. The first one is that uh, even if you have insurance, your plan may not cover mental health counseling. Uh, the second one, insurance companies require a mental health diagnosis code. And the third one is uh, your mental health diagnosis will go on your medical record. Uh, if you don't really care about that, if that's not a big deal, uh, or maybe you actually do have a diagnosis, a mental health diagnosis, uh, then you can go ahead and use your insurance. 
I, you might want to ask, is this going to increase your premium? I have no idea. Uh, but again, you want to call and make a list of things to ask your insurance companies. Uh, so there are reasons uh, to use your insurance. Like I said, to defray the cost of a counseling session makes sense. Um, if you can't pay out of pocket, but there are all, uh, more reasons why you might want to re- reconsider using your insurance. Um, so keep that in mind. Talk to your a therapist uh, about insurance if you have additional questions. Or maybe you're, you're, you haven't found a therapist yet and you're thinking, well, I want to use a therapist who accepts my insurance. Great. Uh, go ahead and contact the therapist as well after you talk to the insurance and, and ask uh, questions to the therapist and, and get their opinion as well. Uh, so you want to go into the session very well prepared and uh, have all your questions answered so there's no surprises. Uh, so oh, some alternatives of, of using uh, of not using your insurance, there's several alternatives. One is to simply pay out of pocket. Uh, many of my clients just pay out of pocket, and that way there's no paperwork involved, there's no submitting to insurance involved, there's just a... Uh, pay and go. Uh, you could possibly use your health savings account. Uh, you may have a card that could be swiped uh, and that it could uh, go towards your, your session. Uh, some therapists offer a sliding scale and that could be helpful as well. A sliding scale is usually based on your income. A lot of times therapists have a minimum payment that they would accept. Uh, a lot of therapists have a waiting list. Uh, I personally uh, offer a sliding scale, but I have a waiting list on a limited basis uh, because I realize that not everybody uh, can afford my full rate. And there are a lot of therapists out there. And even if they don't advertise that they offer a sliding scale, go ahead and ask. Uh, ask if, if they have a minimum payment or if, if uh, maybe even a payment plan. Uh, some therapists might allow you to have a plan. And there's also what's called an advancement, advanced payment plan, where you'll pay a lump sum up front, and maybe that covers the entire year. Uh, and most of the time, that will actually save you money in the long run, because an advanced payment would give you probably several, depending on the therapist, uh, several sessions free, uh, because you're paying in advance. Uh, so those are some alternatives, or maybe some more. Uh, or different alternatives out there. But definitely I would recommend um, talking to your insurance company if you decide that you're, you need to do that. Make sure it's covered. And then talk to the therapist and get their feedback about your insurance. And if, if that's something that you feel fits you, then use your insurance by all means. Uh, make sure you realize that you might have a deductible that you have to pay. Uh, or it may, you might have a co-payment. Uh, so uh, most of the time, the therapist themselves will uh, submit insurance. Uh, sometimes therapists, if they're a licensed therapist, they may not submit directly, but they can give you a form that's, uh, the, that's called a super bill. And on that super bill has everything that the insurance company will need, like the date of your session, the mental health diagnosis code, uh, the, the licensed therapist, there's a, um, a, a national number 
uh, provider number that is used. So this form called a super bill, even if your, your therapist does not accept your particular insurance, you can ask for a super bill from the therapist. And then you actually would submit that to your insurance company for a possible reimbursement. Uh, a lot of therapists do that, even ones that uh, do not accept insurance. So make sure you ask about that as well if if uh, you're wanting to use your insurance and, and perhaps the therapist that you really want to see doesn't accept your insurance. Uh, so that could be a, a good alternative as well. So mainly the reason why I wanted to talk about the three reasons to reconsider using counseling uh, or using your insurance for counseling is just to make you aware because a lot of clients who I talk to, especially ones just looking into coming to see me for the first time, they don't know the questions to ask. So I really thought it would be helpful for me to talk about this on here and hopefully it will give you some ideas uh, or if you're thinking about using your insurance or weighing, you know, weighing the should I or shouldn't I use insurance, hopefully this will help you more. And, you, and it may cause you to have more questions as well, and which is good. So d don't be afraid to call your insurance company and don't be afraid to talk to a therapist about it. That would be my recommendation. Uh, so just keep in mind, uh, again, the three reasons uh, that uh, you, you know, make sure your insurance company covers specifically mental health counseling uh, in your specific reason for going in. Um, just know that the insurance company requires a mental health diagnosis code. You may or may not want that on your medical record. Uh, if you don't want it on your medical record, then I would suggest not using your insurance for that reason. Um, so there are some reasons, there's one reason in particular to use insurance, and that is to help supplement the cost, which is a good reason. Uh, but there are more reasons to reconsider using your insurance. And that's what I just talked about. Uh, so uh, think about the alternatives. Like I said, pay out of pocket, possibly use your health savings account, sliding scale, an advanced payment, and or a payment plan. And that'll get you go, going. Uh, most therapists, they're going to do everything they can to allow you to get the services that you need. Uh, but just keep in mind, a counselor, this is their livelihood as well. Uh, so please don't get angry or upset at a therapist if they don't accept or have a room for a sliding scale. Um, but I'll tell you, really 99.9% .9 of the therapists out there want to help you. And even if they can't help you themselves, they might be able to redirect you to somewhere or some a different therapist that might be able to help you. Uh, so even if you find a therapist that you really want, they might have a, have a waiting list or they may not be able to get you on right away. You can certainly call them and ask them for uh, if they have an idea of who else you can talk to. So bottom line is don't be afraid to ask questions. Have a plan ahead of time before you make the phone calls. Write them everything that you can think of down uh, so you have it in front of you while you're on the phone because you don't want to be on the phone and then realize that you forgot something and then you have to call and wait and wait and wait uh, again to talk to someone uh, for the insurance company. So uh, make sure you have your questions ready before you even call would be my suggestion. So uh, I hope this helps 
you to think through whether or not to use your insurance. Uh, if you can use your insurance and if you don't mind it being on your uh, medical record and, and if you do have a mental health diagnosis, then by all means, use it. Uh, that's what it's there for. But for those of you who uh, are kind of on the fence about whether or not to use your insurance and, and maybe you don't <clears throat> think it covers what you're going in for, like a marriage counseling, your insurance company, company may not cover that uh, for you and your spouse, uh, just go ahead and, and either pay out of pocket or make some kind of arrangement with the therapist. Uh, so that's my recommendation for you. So uh, I hope this helps you. And at, at the very least, it gets you thinking about what questions to ask either your insurance company or the therapist that you're wanting to use. So good luck. And I hope that you uh, are able to, to uh, pursue the counseling that you need, whether with or without your insurance. And if you have questions specifically about this, feel free to ask. Uh, I'd be glad to, to answer. You can contact me either at my website at johncordray.com or you can even reach out to me on Twitter. I'm on there to just find me on Twitter at John P. as in Paul Cordray. And I would get to you, uh, answer you quickly as well. So either way is fine. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye. You have been listening to The John Cordray Show. Remember, your story isn't over yet. Together, we can break the stigma of mental health. Together, we can make a difference. Be sure to catch the next episode of The John Cordray Show. Until next time, stay in the green zone. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.